how to like do skill tests, for instance. Right? So you'll see on your sheet um, that you're going to have attributes and skills. Right? Your attributes will be a number. Let's say between seven and eleven, maybe. Okay. Um, and then your skill will will also be a number between like zero and four, five. You know, it could be. You know, it depends on, you know, how advanced your character is, and how much skill specificity they've got, right? Um, and you add those numbers together to get a target number. So, for instance, if I had an agility attribute of 10 and a stealth skill of 2, so I'm trying to sneak, right, that would be a 12. That make sense? Mm -hmm. That's my target. Then I'll tell you what the difficulty of the test is. It's anywhere between 0 and 5. That's the number of successes you need. Okay. So let's say it's a difficulty 1. That just means you need one success to be... The task. Does that make sense? Ah, uh, okay. Then you start with your D D20 dice pool. You start with two, right? At this point, you can buy more dice if you have momentum, right? You can spend some momentum and say, I want another one, I want another one, and you can go all the way up to five, like I said. Right? Then you're going to roll those, and you'll get some results, right? So my target number, you remember, was a 12 that I just mentioned. I have rolled an 18 and a 9. 18 is above 12. So that would be a fail. That is not a success. Yeah. Got it. 9, however, is equal to or under 12. My target number is looking for. So that's a success. So I've got my one success. Difficulty 1, I did it. Make sense? Yeah. Now let's say instead of a 9, this was a 1 instead. That's a crit. That counts okay. as two successes. Okay. All right? Okay. Now, let's say that in the skill that you're using that you have an applicable focus, right? Let's say that you're doing a, a, a role to, like, shoot someone, for instance, with a handgun, and you're very good at small arms fire or something like that. If that focus applies, then think about it as, as like, your critical range has been increased to the number that your skill is. Mm. That makes sense? Oh, okay. Yeah, because your skill's so, like 1 to 5 or something. Yeah, it's a small number, right? Yeah, so that in that 10 and 2 example, 1 and 2 would be your new crit. Correct, uh -huh. yes. Mm -hmm. and then e equal to or less than the skill, those anything under that, that counts as two successes as well. Yeah. That makes sense? So focuses are very good because they allow you to, like, when you're in your wheelhouse, you have a higher chance of getting two successes rather than one, right? Um, and let's say, for instance, that you on the opposite side you roll a 20. That creates a complication, mm -hmm. which can be anywhere from, uh, basically, I take two threat, for instance, which is my version of momentum. Or, you know, your gun jams, or your um, parachute gets caught in the turbine, <laughs> or some horrible thing happens and you have to deal with it, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty simple. And again, you just need uh, a number of successes equal to the difficulty, I said, right? So in a difficulty one, you just need the one success. Yeah. Now, any successes you gain 
past that difficulty, those turn in to momentum. Mm. Okay? So let's say with that uh, test I, I, I did earlier, right? 10 plus 2 is 12, and I rolled a 1 and an 18, right? That's two successes. It's over the one success I needed. So I would get one point of momentum. And that goes in the pool for everybody. Right? That's a that's a party shared pool. You can never have more than six momentum in the pool at a time. Now there are instances where if you're rolling, you can have sort of like floating momentum, temporary momentum that you need to spend right now. Otherwise, you can't go in the pool because yeah. it's already full. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. As, as you can spend it and use it as long as you can spend it right away, yeah. or you can kind of take your it, turns over right? kind of yeah. thing. Um. And that's it, right? Like that's that's the basic skill test idea. Um, okay. Um, so difficulties are, as I said, range from zero to five. The number of successes you need. Sometimes, because of various advantages or whatever you you have, you might reduce the difficulty of a task to zero. In which case, you don't have to roll. But you might want to anyway. To get momentum. To get momentum, right? But you're still risking those 20s. You are risking a complication at mm. the same time, too, yes. So okay. there is a drawback there. But it'll allow you to generate momentum that you can use immediately or that you can bank in the pool so other people can use. Do you get complications even on successes, or is it only on failures you, do you get complications? Uh, it doesn't matter about the... Um, um, the whether or not the check succeeds or not. When you roll a 20, a complication happens. Right. And I'm assuming that also means the rare multiple complications can happen? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Severity yeah, that's, that, or... That's bad, Chief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> okay, so does anybody know what they want to play? Or should we all just roll on the random archetypes table and I know. <laughs> see what we get? <laughs> That's a I grease know one monkey. Or, grease I, monkey. Cool. Okay. Okay. I know one or two ways I want to go with this. Okay. Should I go and print out a spells page for you? Possibly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were right on it. You were right on it. Possibly. So suppose you want to help somebody in their skill test. Mm-hmm. You can absolutely do that. You have to sort of designate a leader, somebody who's leading the, the skill test, right? Yeah. Somebody who's doing the role. Doing the thing. Um, and they just roll a skill test as normal, right? They can buy more dice, they can do whatever they you know, whatever they want to do. Assistance, and they can be however many as long as it makes sense, mm-hmm. right? We'll just roll one D twenty. Okay using their own attribute and skill target number and their own focus if it applies and it doesn't have to be the same skill test mm-hmm. right if two people are just if, if 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 a group is trying to sneak and one person is doing the sneak test the other person might be doing a hey fuckers look over here test right to kind of assist with the group's sort of success right it doesn't have to be the same test it can be but it doesn't have to be so that helper will roll the 1d20 and if they succeed. And if the leader succeeds, then the assistants pop their successes onto them. Right. Does that make sense? Well, I rolled a cultist. 
Well. So I'm going to go print out a sheet no matter what. <laughs> Let me know if you would like one as well. Uh, if you're going to go to a cultist, then I'll go that way. Okay. Because so, it does look like they break it out into a couple of different yeah, styles they, of they magic. Yeah, they do. So, well, I yeah. mean, we could have two occultists. Yeah, yeah it, it can work. Um, you can have your mage versus your psychic. I mean, uh, what are you planning on doing? Oh, yeah. Or do you just want to roll? Let's see what happens. <laughs> roll for it. <laughs> so frequently, um, I'm just going to keep rolling with rules, so just, yeah. you know. Um, frequently, you're going to have an opposed test. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you're going to want to punch the Nazi, and the Nazi doesn't want to be punched. Right? That sucks, I know. But Most Nazis prefer to be punched. Say love you. So you'll both be rolling... You know, maybe the same test, maybe not the same test, but you'll both be rolling against a, you know, the base difficulty of one, right? And basically, whatever side succeeds on that check, if the other side fails, then obviously you've got a clear winner, right? If both characters succeed on the check, then you're comparing momentum that's been earned. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? So if it's a difficulty one and both succeed, but one guy got two successes and one guy just got the one, and the guy who got two successes wins because he's generating more momentum. Right. There are things called extended tests as well, but for the purposes of this playtest, like they're not necessary, I don't think, for you to like know the workings of. Basically it's like a task that might take a particularly long amount of time or is particularly complex, like trying to crack a complicated code or trying to work a bunch of tumblers to break into a bank vault, right? Um, there will be like a stress track and a number of breakthroughs that you have to get through. And every time you fill the stress track or you do a bunch of stress at once, five plus or something, you ha- you, a breakthrough happens. And you have a certain amount of breakthroughs you've got to accomplish before the task is done. That makes sense. I will need one because I decided I didn't want to have to deal with stealth. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I decided that uh, stealth would be easier than stealth. Is stealth like complicated? Probably not, but I guess I'll be an infiltrator though. Yeah, that was another route I was gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. A French grease monkey. Nice. Hmm. Actually, that's gonna be very helpful because we're in France, yeah. so. If you, you, if you speak the language, then it'll be very helpful. So, um, what can you spend momentum on when you have it? As I said before, you can buy D20s, right? And I'll be reminding you of this regularly, so just ask, you know, if you need to need a reminder. Um, like I said, you can buy up to three more D20s for your pool. The first D20 just costs one. The second D20 costs two, and the third d20 costs three. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Of momentum. So yes. You're going to be spending the whole pool if you want to... Plus three. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Three, four, five, six. Yes. That, if you wanted to add three dice to your two that you already had, you'd have to spend six momentum. But sometimes the pool has got momentum in it, and because the of your successes, ones. you just generate some floating ones. You can use that for whatever reason. You know? yeah. Okay. And that's, that's a good way to keep it from being like, if it's one-to-one the entire time, then you just go, I'm going to spend three, and maybe I'll get three back. Right. Because why not? 
So you can buy D20s. That's that's a regular, that's a common thing that people can use. And, and you can spend the momentum after you've rolled, but before you've decided. Before you know the answer? Kind of, of like, thing. number of successes. You should be spending, buying D20s before you. Before. Okay. Because you're assembling the pool. Yep. Right. You can spend two momentum to establish a new truth in the scene or remove a negative truth in play. And truths are basically like elements of the scene that will affect, say, the difficulty of a test um, or a com- the complication range might be bigger, like rolling 18 to 20 might be a complication now, right? So for instance, like if you're trying, if you're trying to sneak through a village and there's muddy terrain. That might be a truth, right? And that truth may make the difficulty of sneaking one difficulty higher, so you'll need one more success, right? Mm-hmm. However, you can spend two momentum to establish a new truth, like, um, you know, you're able to put down, like, some rotted planks or whatever and walk over them, sort of negating the muddy terrain. Or... Um, you can remove a truth in play. But it has to be related to what skill test you just passed. Okay. That makes sense, yeah. right? So you it can't, can't just be out of out of thin air. I persuade the mud to Yeah, that's to solidify. Well, I don't know, maybe well, some maybe, some maybe magic with some occult Now there is a way to just like make fiction out of thin air to just be like, oh by the way, I also have this spanner. Right. But mm-hmm. that uh, I'll talk about that in a minute. For every momentum you spend, you can ask me a single question about the scene. And I have to answer truthfully. I don't have to give you complete information, and it has to be related to the test you just rolled. Right. But I'll give you information. What do you mean to know? So, for instance, if you did like a perception test or whatever, you got some momentum and you want some extra information, spend the momentum from per question. I'll tell you what you need to know. Sounds good. You can also spend momentum to reduce the time it took to complete whatever skill test you just did. And that's kind of variable, like, you know, if you spend two momentum on that, you might, like, have the time it took, or something like that. Now, at the end of each scene in the game, which I will tell you when a scene is ended, one momentum is lost from the pool because it's momentum. It's not like mm-hmm. it's something that you have to sort of keep going, otherwise, it's going to peter out. Right? So, you're encouraged to spend momentum regularly because if you don't, you're going to slowly bleed dry and you're not going to have any momentum left. I mentioned truths before, right? Um, maybe it's a location. Maybe it's a situation. Maybe it's something personal that is, that is specifically to you, right? A location might be like a dense forest. A situation might be bustling crowds. A personal truth might be shell-shocked, right? And as I said, these can either make actions easier or harder by adjusting the difficulty. They might make actions impossible or actually now newly possible. And if I say that there's a number attached to the truth, then it's just like a modifier, right? Like, smoke two is, is a, 
like increases the difficulty by two as opposed to just smoke, which are just bumped up by one. Like, it'll make sense in, in, yeah. in play okay. pretty clearly. Like I said, you roll a 20, you get a complication. I can also introduce complications by spending threat, which is my version of momentum. You can also turn a failed skill test into a success by taking on a complication voluntarily. Mm. Right. So if you really want to succeed and you've you know you pulled out all the stops and you just couldn't do it, you can say, okay, give me a complication and I'll make it happen. Let's say, for instance, that you do roll a twenty, you do suffer a complication, just naturally, right? You don't take one on, and you don't want it to happen. Desperately, you don't want it to happen. You can give me two threat, mm. and it doesn't happen. <laughs> and what that means is I have more threat, so I can make something bad happen later, just yeah. not now. You're, right? you're putting it off. You're buying it off, right? You're saying, all right, I'll put it off for it. later, right? Yeah. yeah. And if for some reason I can't think of a complication to throw at you, I'll just take two threat instead. You know, like that's just a standard thing. And sometimes the complication range gets increased, right? Just like the focus increases your kind of crit range. So it, it can go anywhere from just a regular 20 to 16 to 20. That's in severe cases, right? Finally, you have a special pool that's just for you. Uh, aren't you lucky? Uh, it is called Fortune. Okay. Everybody starts with three fortune at the beginning of the adventure. Right? And for each subsequent adventure, that refreshes, so you get those back. You can't have more than five at a time. Any excess points you might gain are immediately discarded. And you can only spend one of these fortune points per skill test or per round in combat. Okay. So what can you do with fortune? Spend one fortune point, you can set a single d20 in your pool to be a one. Free crit. Now you've got to roll the rest of the dice, obviously. Okay. But yeah, you just go ahead and set one of them, you say, that's a crit. And that's before you're rolling? You can't before, just, any like, change. before any dice are rolled. Yeah. yeah. You just decide, okay, this one's going to be a one, then I'll roll the rest. You can spend a fortune point to re-roll any number of dice in the dice pool. And that's a D, that's a D20 pool or the challenge, a D6 combat dice or whatever. Right. You can spend a point of fortune to, in combat for instance, take an additional major action after you've already done it. Or if you're outside of, of a conflict, you can perform another skill test or significant action immediately before anyone else has a chance to respond. Right. So you've done an action and you really want to get another one done, either in combat or otherwise, you can spend a fortune point, make it happen before anybody else goes. One guard gets knocked out, you want to knock out the other. Exactly. Two guards, you successfully knock out one, you really want to knock out the other one before the other one has a chance to turn and like 
Uh, Achtung! And fire that can't be 40. <laughs> you can spend a fortune point if you were going to be defeated in combat hmm. to immediately return from defeat. You just be like, nope. Nope, that didn't happen. Yes. Or you can just return some point later in the scene, right? Mm-hmm. It's that classic, um, I, I think of Pulp Cthulhu in this, where it's like you show up later in the adventure on a dock or whatever, and they're like, how the fuck did you live? It's like, oh, I had my gold-plated Bible in my, you know, in my pocket, and it stopped the bullet. Mm-hmm. I know, the old quarry trope of gold-plated Bible. Um, Everybody's got one, right? You can also spend a fortune point to immediately introduce a new truth for the scene. Remember I talked about just mm-hmm. making stuff out of thin air? Could be something that no one's noticed yet, or a piece of equipment you thought you didn't have, but now you actually do. <laughs> and you can use it before rolling a skill test. Like, if you really need a piece of equipment, and you're like, fuck, I don't have it. You spend a fortune point. Actually, I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, he's looking That's right Yep. Yep. Just back to him. And sometimes... You know, you start with three of these fortune points. And sometimes I might award you a fortune point for for particularly good strategic thinking or role-playing or whatever, right? And so that's why you can have up to five, even though you start with three. Because you might get awarded some in the process of the game. And then I have threat, which is like my version of momentum, and I can spend it to make bad things happen to you. It's pretty straightforward. Who doesn't love a little bit of bad things happening? We'll talk more about combat when that happens. Um, Outside of combat, you know, well, both in and outside of combat, you've got stress, right? You've got that little stress track. Hmm. Um, That is for both physical and mental stress. Um, your brawn or will, whichever's higher, plus your resilience skill, is your maximum stress. Right? Can you repeat that? Resilience. Your brawn or will, whatever's higher, mm-hmm. plus your resilience skill. So whatever that number is, that's your maximum stress. So you can like black out the other boxes, and so you just have your maximum stress. So far, it's so far. It's so let's say you're hit by a bullet. The gun has a, you know, a, a, a challenge dice rating of like three. That's much damage to you. Roll. So for this one, I got two fours. That means nothing. I've got a six. That's one in an effect. So let's just say, for instance, you've got one stress coming here. If you don't have any like resistances at all, then you would just take the one stress, right? You mark the box off. Since it's a physical attack, if you've got armor or cover, that acts like soak, right? And so, let's say you have at least one armor or one cover, that damage doesn't go through. Courage and morale are the equivalents on the mental side. That makes sense. Yeah. 
Let's say you suffer five or more stress from a single attack or hazard. Or you max out your stress trap, right? You mark all your boxes. Mm -hmm. You immediately suffer an injury. And the injury is a type of truth that gets established, like, you know, um, gunshot wound, broken bones, anxiety, fear, whatever it is. Yeah. And that increases your complication range for everything you do by one. So if you've got one injury, all of a sudden 19 and 20s are complications. Okay. And for every injury you have, that ticks up. Gets worse and worse. Once you've suffered three injuries in any combination, physical or mental, you're defeated, like I talked about earlier. You're defeated. If you have more physical injuries than mental ones, you're also dying. That's kind of obvious. Hmm. <laughs> and when that happens, we'll get to, like, how you can save yourself. Basically, you roll a die, and if you get a shitty result, you die. <laughs> There are also, in combat, some extra stuff you can spend momentum on. For every momentum that you spend, you can add another challenge dice to what you roll, right? Up to a total of three, right? So if your weapon gives you four, you could spend three momentum and get another three dice on top of that. Uh -huh. to, for yeah. bonus damage. To still build up. You could spend two momentum to disarm a person within reach. You could spend two momentum to knock a person prone. You could spend two momentum to, if you're within reach of another target, you could hit that guy as well. Hmm. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, like a sweep or a cleave or something like that. We happen to hit two people in the one attack. Catch them with the ricochet. Yeah. Especially using a boomerang. <laughs> um, I mean, they've got the character in here. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Scars, which are probably not going to be a thing. Just because when you heal from injuries, you get, like, scars, and you kind of carry them with you. Okay. If you suffer fatigue because of extreme temperature, thirst, starvation, overexertion, whatever that is. Your maximum stress goes down by one for each point of fatigue suffering. Mm -hmm. right. I don't think that'll be an issue in this adventure, but I just thought I'd mention it. Anyway. So the character creation overview, right, the list of the things you need to do is on page 45 in the player's guide. As long as you follow all that, you should be good to go. Um, don't forget about if you get bonus languages, right, make sure that you list those. Make sure you check bonus damage dice, right, because of maybe a high brawn 
insight, will, whatever it is. Make sure you got that so you're getting the maximum punch, literally. What languages does everyone have so far? Just French. Well, I'm an American, so probably just Nothing. American. <laughs> <laughs> American. American. That's a subset of English. You don't have any immigrant parents? Apparently not. Mm -hmm. I know I speak German, but there's probably going to be more. More language, yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I'm at least going to be like a French resistance fighter, so at least got French. I am a German expat. I'll, I'll maybe pick up German if I can. So what's your name now, if not Pat? <laughs> it's either going to be work? Heidi Dietrich or, let's see. No, it's going to be Marlene Lamar. Oh. Hmm? Yeah. Forwards is backwards and backwards. Heidi the Sausage. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the difference between agility and coordination? Agility is more about speed. Uh, Speed and dexterity, for instance, um, and then coordination is more about like, um, well, is it more sleight of hand, hand-eye coordination, like fine motor skills, accuracy, and timing. So agility is more about speed, balance, and muscle memory. And coordination is accuracy, timing, and fine motor skills. Hmm. Okay. So agility basically governs more of the movement side of things, and coordination governs more of the like delicate, precise tasks, or things that require a lot of like hand-eye coordination, for instance. Agility driving, to run a bomb, for coordination to disable it. And agility navigate difficult terrain, move swiftly or silently, that sort of thing. Coordination is what you use to make ranged attacks. If that's what Oh boy. Show me talents. Are you okay with the own the card occult artifact uh, uh, characteristic? No. I rolled and got raised by a cult. <laughs> so this hey, is works. this is I, lining up pretty damn perfectly. I ro rolled and I own an occult artifact as well. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just went just went to like a, a, a garage sale or a fucking flea. It was, market. Yeah, it was a flea Mystic market, like, like a Roma flea market. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute, this Necronomicon has an ISBN. <laughs> oh yeah, we sell a bunch of those every, every year. It's, yeah. it's the same copy. Well, you didn't think it was THE Necronomicon, it's did you? A Necronomicon. <laughs> Get one off Amazon. So we'll be using um, 
these green poker chips for your momentum pool, right? If you if you generate some, just um, you know, oh, put somebody in charge of those basically. But like, you'll be able to put those in the center and just basically, if you spend them, just take them away and yeah, just uh, use awesome these magic. as as you need them to track how many you've got in the pool. All right, we got that max of six, so. They're definitely encouraging you to use them. To use them, yes. And especially since, again, at the end of each scene you lose one. You want to keep. You want to keep using them. Yeah. Maybe hold one or two over for the next scene. Truces. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. But if you only got one in the pool, you lose it anyway. Like, yeah, so. Might as well use it up. Yeah. And there's always opportunities to make more. And I've got my red poker chips for threat, which you don't need to know about. <laughs> now I've got the um the dry erase map out here just in case when we do get into combat if you need like a visual representation of what's going on. We're not using a grid, right? It's more like zones, right? Like people can be within reach of you, which is just kind of like a status that they have, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's basically zones that are close, medium, far away, you know, like and depending on how far away you are from a particular zone, like, the range of your gun might not be sufficient, or you may want to move in. For instance, to do a melee attack, you need to be in close range with somebody. You'd be like, you need to be within reach of somebody, which means you need to be close to them, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you're far and you want to get close, you're going to move two spaces, yes. right? That okay. makes, yeah. Yeah. So if you need something, like, in a more complicated scene, and you want me to lay out, like, hey, can you draw, like, can we just see some zones? And I'll be like, yeah, here are the zones. Okay. If you ask nicely. <laughs> there better be a place there. That's all we're saying. Characteristic. Build like a brick outhouse. So if when we are playing the game, the Germans inexplicably sound French, I apologize because I'm doing a lot of work yeah. <laughs> to do French stuff and it, it will unfortunately bleed over. So if these weird French Germans uh, upset you, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. They've been uh, occupying France long enough that they've They've been there so long. They've started the to local, up. or they're from like the Rhineland Oh, yeah, like sure. pretty yeah. close, although the Rhineland has their own accent. Technically <laughs> speaking, yeah. Which I'm not going Even to do. from Germans. Yeah. So. What, what are our weapon restrictions? Because Köln has um, very distinct, like, Niederdeutsch compared to, like, 
Mm-hmm. Seem to have us like with a starting thing to cheer. Deutsch and Lieder uh, Deutsch. Lieder Deutsch. Yeah. High and low German. <laughs> Cult dabbler. You dabbed. Let me check real quick. Lucky one. Now, as part of your, uh, like grease monkey, for instance, as part of your archetype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should start with some belongings. Right. right. It just gave me mechanics tools. Got some bits. Yeah. Oh, you got a, a contact for vehicles. In case you need. Hey, nice. Uh, yada yada. Um, your background, is that what they call us? It's background and characteristics. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Background. Your background should also give you some belongings, which might include weapons and yeah. ammo, that sort of thing. Yeah, my background and the archetype both gave your stuff. Your characteristic, yeah. right, like bookworm or whatever, might also include belongings as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then after that, if you're still looking for extra stuff, well, I mean, I don't have any weapons through any of my background or archetype or anything. So, in addition to all of the items that you would get from your archetype, your background, and your characteristic, hmm. you can choose one additional item of restriction three, two of restriction two, or three of restriction one. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, And so in chapter seven, where all the all the gear is, it should list a restriction level, and that'll that'll help you make a choice. So one at three, two at two, or three at one for extra gear. That's on top of all the stuff you already get for your the choices you already made. Sure, I made poor life choices. Just in general, or in the game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Okay, that's good. Is anybody decent at fighting? Yes. <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I'm not the worst. I have no skill in it. Let me put it that way. <laughs> and my coordination is seven. <laughs> what about your brawn? Uh, bronze eight? Wait. Yeah, eight. You're a little better at punching. Yeah. Just a little bit. I'm a... Occultist entertainer who was raised by a cult from the USA. I'm also an entertainer. Again, mine were all completely a random. Traveling and duo. It worked pretty damn well, Talk I gotta admit. This. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to check your levels. Yeah. Whatever those are. So you'll you'll notice in the gear section there are lists like certain effects that the weapons can have. Right. Hmm. 
Um, sometimes it's effect and then an X, where the X represents a number, and that has to do with like the actual details of the effect. Like I mentioned, like piercing X, the attack ignores X resistance for each effect rolled. Mm -hmm. right. So you're basically ignoring armor or courage or whatever it is. Is there a page for the talents? Yes, they're right after character creation. It goes into talents. What's yeah, what was the talent you picked from Occultist? I haven't picked one yet from Occultist. Oh, you mean uh, Occult Stoller. Oh, okay. Good, because I'm going with Summoner. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about Persuasion? And you probably got a weird too. Yeah, uh, my Persuasion is Subtle Cues. Okay, that works. Some of the weapons list something called a salvo. Mm -hmm. What that means is that in the game we don't track individual bullets. That is the death. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> excuse me. Like amber and, alert um, vibration there. Yeah, that's what it sounded. Uh, it was an alarm. Um, however, you can have ammo on you, right? Which initially doesn't make sense. Like, we're not tracking bullets, why do we have ammo? Mm -hmm. Like, you might have an ammo belt or something like that. Ammo is a resource that you can spend to activate the salvo to make a salvo attack. Okay. It's basically the equivalent of, like, emptying an entire bullet. Right. Basically, when you make a salvo attack, you spend one ammo, and you can choose to add the effect that's listed after salvo. If it lists more than one effect, you can only choose one of them at a time. Right. But if it says salvo piercing or whatever, you could spend an ammo, make a salvo attack, and then piercing applies. Whereas mm -hmm. it wouldn't normally. Right. Makes sense. That's one of those things that it's easy to forget about and go, oh, right. But my gun can't do this extra thing. Choose for weird. I'm looking at them. Um, bizarre insight seems kind of fitting. Minor pack seems fun, but not extremely useful for a single session. Well, you get an additional fortune point. Yeah, so you have to go to sleep. I ended up because I had the occult artifacts, so I had to take a weird oh, one. Nice. So that's the one I took because it's the only Minor one that pack. made sense that's for my character, anyways. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, fucking Santa Claus, I just leave food out, and I just fucking I feel better the next day. I don't know what's going on. 
special the tooth fairy. French chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> we worked with a girl from Sri Lanka, and we were like talking about the tooth fairy one day, and she was like, "Oh, I don't. We kind of have something like that, but like when you lose your teeth as a kid, you like throw it up on the roof of your house, and then the, the tooth squirrel comes and takes it. <laughs> right. That's like, awesome. What? <laughs> this is so much cooler than the fucking tooth fairy. You just it's just like someone goes to clean your gutters and it's just full of children's teeth. teeth? Yeah. It's not disconcerting in any way. Mm. <laughs> and the squirrel just leaves your money in the house. You don't have to, like, Free teeth. <laughs> you don't have to go, go on the roof to yeah. pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> it really, when you start comparing cultural stuff like that, it really shows how stupid your <laughs> dumb belief is. And it's like, when you immediately get defensive, you're like, what? Of course it's a fairy. fairy. Why would it be a squirrel? That makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> That's just what stupid. The, what the fuck's a squirrel going to do with teeth? Yeah. Now a fairy. <laughs> fairy will grind those down. We're going to convert it into dust. Yeah. Mystical uh-huh. powers sounds good for me. Yeah, I haven't read through it yet, but if it sounds good for you, go to it. I mean, the other classic I is mean, just do numb to the horrors, where you're like, it's like what, yeah, I was in a Ten dollars for your teeth? Ten that does, that does sound like more of a, oh, a reasonable bargain so exchange. Ten rubles. Oh, yeah, so oh. oh, never mind. Good exchange. <laughs> so you'll also have an opportunity before we start to, like, requisition some items as well. Ooh. Always fun. Um, this adventure is going to have low support. Low mission support, right? Just because you guys are getting airdropped into into a, a relatively small, like a rural village in France, Luke. to like follow up on a transmission that somebody made that got kind of cut off, and so they're kind of concerned. Like, all right, we'll drop these this group in and see what they can do. Okay. Right. Good to know. It's not like you know, uh, it's not like Normandy or anything. Yeah, you know what I mean. Things got real, real fast. I might actually, yeah, I'm I'm down to one talent left to pick, and it's between like a resilient or a weird, and I'm starting to lean into the resilient territory. Because hey, free armor. True. For having next to no combat ability, that might be useful. effort, pick a select a single attribute when you attempt a skill check using that attribute instead of using a D or instead of using momentum to buy the D20 you gain one fatigue instead Right. don't eat the dice How do we calculate courage? No thoughts, head empty. Courage, you say? It just says based on your brawn, or based on your will. Yeah, so it's brawn or will, whichever's higher, and then add your resilience to it. No, that's stress. Oh, that's stress, right. Let me double check. Don't me. know. <laughs> it says calculate courage based on your will. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, just so, straight so, up my will number? So, so, so what's your will? Eight. 
Eight. You don't have any courage. Cool. I have eleven. You have eleven? I'm very wealthy. That means you get two. Hey. Yeah, there's a little there's a little nine to ten being table here one. towards the end of the character creation. Ah, okay. So they what? Go the last nine to ten being one. No, nine is a one. Nine is one. Ten or eleven is a two. Okay. Yeah. And that's the same thing with armor based getting yeah. you're getting from your brawn as well. Like natural Ah, okay. Don't have either of those. So you start with basic armor based on your brawn, and courage based on your will, and then talents and uh, equipment. Warren can modify those things as well. Can go on top of that. Soccer. You're drunk. What what's a a consequence track? Mm. Huh? A consequence track. Oh, um sometimes consequences can be complicated and like they will like think of it as like a ticking clock for instance like if 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 somebody's trying to like wire up a bridge to explode and you're trying to stop them like a complication track will will kind of you know will track that the progress on that thing right okay. kind of like a clock in like a blades in a dark game or something like that where like or Monster of the Week, where it's Once like, you hit something... There's some kind of thing where, like, it ticks over and things yeah. get more complicated. Because this is in relation to a, a stealth talent that says, when a seed includes a consequence track related to the enemy's awareness or pursuit, add plus two to the consequences resistance. Yeah, that just makes it harder for them to, like, gain successes on the, okay. com- on the, the complication track. I would probably I would pick something else. I think just because I think the utility of that is going to be low for this adventure. Because that one did something different. Is there like a good eraser? I mean, this one works. I wouldn't say it's good. So make sure to check page 77 for the finishing touches 77. to make sure that you've, you know, that's when you've chosen all your stuff. You can check to make sure you have the right number of truths, that your attributes and skills are right, um, your bonus languages, res, you know, basic resistance numbers like I just talked about, bonus challenge dice for high brawn, high insight, high will, whatever it is, mm-hmm. mark those down. Also, see a nice picture of Sarah Rue Walker, Australia, <laughs> a boomerang, and a dog. That, yeah. 
this one too difficult. Got a lot of contacts. Now I think I just need to figure out uh, focuses and equipment. Uh, yes, and then there's this whole magic stuff to worry about. If I was a, a French resistance fighter, would I already be on the ground and then meeting up with me, or would I be being paratrooped with them? All of you are being dropped. Okay. Nice so. and simple. Picked you up to drop you off again. Yeah, this is the, um, uh, like I said earlier, this is the quick start adventure, and yep. so things are kind of smoothly funneled in a way that, like, you know, the, the hows and whys of, like, how your sort of squad got together aren't really important for this. It's, And it may feel a little uh, unlike some other sessions we played, a little more like kind of focused, funneled, yeah. you know, in, in, a, in right. a way. Like, That's fine. Just because it's about learning. That's my learning system. So. I don't mind yeah. some rails. And this is a and this is a game that I have like I played a lot of two D twenty, but I have GM'd a lot of two D twenty. That's true. Yeah, getting used to the I system. Because I play it. I play Star Trek and Fallout. Well, yep. there's, you know, and between the different 2D20 systems, there are small differences, obviously, but I play those every week, so. Yeah. You got the flow of it. At least. I have the flow, yeah, I have the understanding of it, just like GMing is, is just like. Okay. Dabbler, what is that? Is stress for, like, damage. I mean, is stressed for weapons, the damage, right? Like, if it, uh, you talk about, it like, a table or something? Yeah, because it, 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 it's stress three... Three Cthulhu head? Yeah. Yeah, that's the number of challenge dice you roll. Ah, oh, okay. that's the number of challenge dice you roll? Okay. Yes. That's good enough. That's why it has that Cthulhu head. It tells you how many of those okay. dice to roll. Okay, yeah. So that's, that's okay, the... so then, yeah, when it said, or add two Cthulhu, I thought it meant damage... No. But that's two extra. Two extra dice. Okay. Two extra of the D6s. Right. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah. My base power is one of those, but I can bump it up to three if I generate threat. Correct. Neat. As a, as a dabbler. Okay. Okay, where do I put the weapon? Do we get to pick any extra languages, or do we only get the one? So you get to pick one. So in the in the cool. finishing touches things, you got bonus languages. Um, so we should probably pick one united language so we can communicate as a group. The lingua franca. So we at least have French. We, yeah, we both know French. Okay. French sounds like a good middle ground then. Yeah. Especially if we're we're going to be in France. France yeah. yeah. Um. So, based on your choices, archetype, background, and stuff like that, you may have a certain number of languages. Right. Mm -hmm. If your reason score, ah, right, yeah. what is your reason score? Uh, eight. No. no. Nine. Nine. Cool. Nine, you get a bonus language. 
Anyone higher than nine? Ten. Ten? Bonus like Come on. Okay. If you had 11 plus, yeah. for the reason score, you'd have two bonus yeah. Or if you've taken the linguistics focus, you can have up to three additional languages. Because you're a special board. Oh, hmm? you get an extra language if you're take the linguistics focus. If you've taken the linguistic focus, you can take mm -hmm. up to three additional languages. <whistles> on top of the lang bonus language you get from your reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So because I have that lower reason, does that mean I only know English? I think uh, if you're American, I don't think you lose a language. I think <laughs> if you're an American, you can get up to two English, and if you're uh, have immigrants, you may know another one. Pull in from there. Okay. There are some instances where, like, the game master may allow your character to know one or two additional languages if your character's backstory supports this. Okay. Like if you're an Italian immigrant, if you're an American born to Italian immigrants, you might also speak Italian. Like, if you can give me a case that, like, based on your backstory, that you might know this language, and I'll, and I'll I might buy it. You know? And there is there French. a difference between major language and like different like Hyper tiers specific? Oh, hmm. like or is, was that a different game which had like different tiers of? Uh, not not in this one. In language this one, understanding. Just like, it, basically, it gives you a table and says, like, here are the languages that are largely spoken in these areas. I think that was a game you were in, Sam, was. <laughs> there, there was... Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't go as far down as, like, dialects and, like, regional variants and stuff like that. Yeah, because there was one that had shown, like, oh, you're just, like, an amateur at it. You just know, like, tertiary... I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah the survival. Yeah, this yeah. Is You've got the survival language there. Well, coming back up. Apparently has to check in on everybody. Yeah. Wants food, but isn't going to get food. <laughs> Will eat dice. Will eat, yeah, has chewed on dice before. Will eat dice for food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, is there some machine gun with the hidden? No. Character gains armor resistance based on their brawn. Brawn eight. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just below on all of them. Your phone is next. Yep. He can't be stopped. If I had some uh, Godzilla noises, cute. Oh yeah. <laughs> This way, I, I saw that one. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> I, I want to say picture, but it's like clearly a drawing, I'm pretty sure, of yeah, the cat looming over the landscape. Yep, that's you. Right in the middle of the table. Okay. Spells. Just a bit dabbler. So your nationality and your first language, right, your native tongue, mm -hmm. are both truths about you, right? Yep. So as I said before, with truths, they can affect like how difficult or how easy a, a task is or make something possible, right? Because if you're trying to, say, translate from a you know, a native French resistance 
partisan mm. to like a German or something like that, and you happen to know French, that difficulty might be three instead of four, right? If you know French and German, as truths, that I could bump the difficulty down to two instead, you know what I mean? Like that. Mm. Magic 138. What type of magic are you throwing around? Um, I looked at it earlier, and I think uh, I'm doing the uh, the researcher magic, so I can take spells from anywhere. Nice. Yeah, uh, I'm doing dabbler, so same. But I get crappy spells that I have to. <laughs> yeah make better. We can get one good spell or two sh kind of shitty spells. Yep. And I was thinking of doing things that causes effects persuasion-based spells. Okay. So we're both pretty strong on persuasion. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be leaning into spells to, like, hurt people. Because I'm not so good at the hurting people. <laughs> Spear of Lug. Oh no, it uses other skills. He uses things. fighting. No. Not like this. Flawed just... Some spells can be flawed. Not all of them have flawed effects. Interesting. Don't know, because I did not read the magic check. Mm -hmm. I didn't figure out what I can about all this. Because that's your mistake that you made. Yeah. You have to leave it. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Power. You cast a spell. You may be required to roll challenge dice to inflict stress or make progress in a ritual. All spellcasters have a power rating based on their tradition. Dabbler has a power of one, but can push themselves to three for one threat to start with. And then you get bonus power based on your skill. I already have a plus two, so sweet. That's three, five. Damn. Not all spells have this all entry. ages of German tanks. It's a World War II game. Are you looking for magic specifically? Yeah. Um, it's like 139, I think? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's Keep on scrolling. It's... A fourth of the way to the end, about? Well, oh, it should be obvious, but expect some, like, you know, uh, 
mistakes on my part in terms of like fucking World War II knowledge because I mm. have not gone full dead to the point where I've received like a book on Nazi submarines as a, as a birthday present. <laughs> as, as all dads are. are want eventually. To yeah. Yes, eventually become that, that dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if you have superior World War II knowledge, then please feel free to. Only bits and pieces. A lot of interesting bits of culture from German class, but that's mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Now it's not from being gonna... neighbors and. Mm. Now it, it won't be so bad. Like and then Nazi approaches K- with the laser gun. <laughs> a moonraker, a if you will. <laughs> well, in this game, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go. Flawed spells. Spell is flawed. Flawed spells are also affected in the following ways. When you cast a flawed spell, you automatically suffer one complication in addition to any generated by the skill test. Cool. (laughs) Uh, You can only purchase additional d20s for the spell skill test by generating threat. You cannot do so using momentum. Also cool. Uh, Any specific use of momentum that a spell would normally have may not be used if casting a flawed version of that spell. Okay, let's do two flawed spells, because why the hell not? Yeah, you're, you're doing the wild magic room. <laughs> yep. yeah, like, well, fuck it. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't be eating up momentum to cast magic spells. It's like you got a you got a, an ancient scroll with like Aramaic on it that tells you some crazy <laughs> biblical era spell, but somebody spilled like a bunch of coffee on it. Ah, so like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I think this is Yahweh? God, I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> Why don't they ever write any vowels? <laughs> it's all consonants. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Ah, somebody put a fucking crawler on here, too. <laughs> Pull the, uh... Oh, what is it? Uh, I think it was Army of Darkness? Oh, there you go. Yep. That's a good trick. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Uh, how long do you guys have today, by the way? You guys got plans? Later? No. Okay, so we can we can stay a little bit longer to yep. like we can get through the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, since the I need to actually start memorizing the names of people in the evening game. Oh right, yeah. Our, yeah. Our, our thing got pushed by the I, I know the icon is an elk. <laughs> <laughs> This is how my brain remembers people. Yeah. Or the has the horns. Oh that. That's yeah. uh I can't remember the actual S is name. the screen, Essence, but I don't yes. remember the guy's name, but yeah. Alright, well, a cyclone sounds like a fun one to have flawed. Since it specifically says the flawed version of this spell does not allow the spellcaster to control the cyclone. Of course. That sounds fun. Now this is post Wizard of Oz. It's been released already, so mm-hmm. oh, that's good. Because um, Wizard of Oz came out in like '34 or something. I, don't know. I, I, yeah. You want dates? You're asking the wrong person for uh, that far back. Well, I'm very. No. Uh, but uh, I, I mean, <laughs> but little low energy. But I appreciate it. All the same. The joke was pretty low energy, so I got what it deserved. Fair. I, I, I like to think it was subtle, but... Uh, I mean, subtle is low energy. To, to each his own. Uh, 
Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz names. Are. Right, Cyclone. Yes, mm. right. Um, since we're being dropped in a rural French village, there's an entire possibility that like the scene from Twister with the cows is going to happen again. Yes. <laughs> or happen for the first time, time I guess. It'll be the inspiration for, for it. Twister. Yeah. Okay. Some weird, some French child will see that. And then later work on the, the be, 90s classic. Be Twister. horrifically scarred. Yeah. I mean, they are a lot more rare in, in Europe. True. Yeah. I think America's the only. We, we produce big, a lot flat, of meat. dust bowl ass plains that, like, yeah. for some reason, make cycling. Perfect. Perfect. Where's, where's that Where document? Because I forgot. I need, power. I need focuses. Well, thankfully, you've got some um, on your sheet. You've got some. Um, oh, pre-made focuses that you okay. can just circle those. That's true. Yeah. If you just want to like grab some some stuff that you know are gonna be. Because like, I think that supported. was on the list. Right. Those were all. On the list. I think you can. Like, I haven't gone through the character creation for the game. Like made a character myself, so I think you can just make a focus mm -hmm. if you want. But mm -hmm. I think these have. are like the suggestions. Yes. Yeah. And there's some of those that then are hardwired into talents or magic or something. Yeah. You know, like things that will definitely have application in the game. Whereas yeah. something like, you know, erotic chemistry, maybe that's less applicable. I took that class in college, it was not. <laughs> Whole lot of chemical burns. That's still, all you still say. got the dick burns. <laughs> oh, man, they have dick burns. Mm. Ah, yes, Mr. Richard Burns. What's the difference between mental stress and mental damage? There is no difference. Cool. Because there's two different spells in here. One says mental stress, one says mental damage. They're the same thing. Okay. That's probably a, 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 like a proofreading leftover or something like that. Hmm. Basically, damage is inflicting stress, and so they really should refer to it as just stress for the whole because unless it has like the Cthulhu thing because I think mine did say plus two Cthulhu or two damage for some reason alright that's a like you would choose yeah I, like it was because it made the thing either like vicious or I'll have to recheck oh I'm going to have fun with this one also picking up spontaneous combustion. Nice. Because <laughs> it was with a assassination, it added a quality to the weapon. And if you already had that quality, you would do that instead. Okay, yeah. Flawed. A flawed version of this gains the ability of area of effect as well. Well, ooh. Yeah, there should be no difference in terms of mechanics between damage and stress because it's a thing that gets inflicted to you or an enemy and it, it's physical or mental depending on the source right so yeah sometimes um, I'm slightly disappointed with the quality control on that These PDFs, because I, I've seen a couple of, like, rookie-ass proofreading mistakes, or, like, somebody went over this. Because mm -hmm. the damage and stress sounds like 
in the middle of development and they were pretty far in, they decided to swap yeah, they, verbiage, they the verbiage and yeah, then it yeah. just didn't hit like they control the F terminology. Yeah. Yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. They just didn't change them which all. Is, which is, is weird because I feel like in their Star Trek line, I, I don't think I've ever read uh, a proofreading error. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they, they hit it pretty good. Maybe it's just that different. There will be another different. final, final version of the PDF where it all gets. Covered. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, they didn't print these. <laughs> well, they're going to. So. Uh oh. I mean, every 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 book has its own. Yeah, that's what the Quran is for. Well, that's gonna more be serious problems. Yeah. Intense weapon effects. Added two additional Cthulhu damage. So two dice of extra damage. So one, two, or one in special ability. One wound special. It is already intense. Okay. I'm almost good to go. So intense as a weapon effect. Yep. If the attack inflicts an injury and you roll an effect, the attack inflicts an additional injury. Mm. Since people can only take three injuries, like you could very easily disable, defeat some enemy pretty quickly. Yeah, because that one's supposed to be the assassinate talent. Right. <coughs> that would make sense, right? Just have that moment and be like, "Fuck it! I just want to start with a bazooka. Just one." Well, remember, we're gonna get. we're gonna requisition some gear. So if you really want to, maybe you can. <laughs> this is supposed to be a a quieter yeah. mission, mm-hmm. so checking in on people. Maybe bazooka is mm. not the way to go. Also, it's kind of a pain to lug around. Mm-hmm. So, but look, I'm not gonna yuck here, yuck. If you want to take a bazooka, then do it. I'm just... It's not going to be fun for you. Okay, I really appreciate how they run armor. Where the heavier stuff gets marked uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Suffer one fatigue at the end of every scene. Nice. Real names. Let's pull up. French names and Germans. Yeah, what are some good yeah. uh, French last names? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, uh, Rousseau, uh, Blanc, Favre, Labelle, Bach, Boutin, Vidal, as in Vidal Sassoon, Dupont. Ooh, yeah, that's a classic company name now too. Uh, Leroux. Gavro, Messier, Bisset, Dujardin. Jean Dujardin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Dujardin. Uh, Toussaint. Cotillard. Yeah, Cotillard. Marian Cotillard. Gusto. <laughs> ah, classic. <laughs> Blanc. Simple. It's mine. Don't take it. Oh. <laughs> Don't take it. 
the day. Covert? De Chanel? <laughs> Technically French. Now, um, Lance, you may be able to answer this, or, or maybe Sam. Um, if there is an umlaut over the O, mm -hmm. is that that's like a blended kind like of like a, a U sound? Ro. Yeah, Ro. Because they do. It's O E. It's O E. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm trying to remember, because that's that's gonna get like Österreich for Austria. You're not Austria. Österreich. Yeah. Ooh. For Austria. There we go. Yeah, because O umlaut. So if it's, say for instance, S T O with an umlaut, L L E R. L L E R. Stuhler? Yeah, Stuhler. Close, closer to stu as opposed yeah. to all. Right? Have it, yeah, having it more so say its name Stuhler. as they like to say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just one pineapple grenade. Oh right, uh, the hand granata. The, the the potato masher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Love this. Classic. Classic. Yeah. I should probably get like. I mean, I don't love them. They cause death and destruction, mm. and like they mutilate people. But, but they're, they're iconic. They're yes, they're yeah. correct. You can appreciate the iconography yes. and the style without appreciating the substance. Yeah, I've played enough, like, early Call of Duty and Metal of Honor to, like, have that burn into my brain in a little potato masher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get a good wing on it. Especially if you wing one directly into a Nazi space. <sighs> satisfying. Very satisfying. What the... You're just, just going to chill right there on the character sheet, as usual, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, I'm a pencil. Yeah. So, for the cost of one of these spells, um, or the difficulty for one of these spells, it says two opposed by the target's will and resistance. Mm -hmm. So, what does that mean? That means that your check will be a difficulty two, uh -huh. and then the other person will make a check, just like an opposed check, will use will and whatever, also a difficulty two. Oh, that makes sense. And whoever succeeds is the winner, or if you tie, then like more momentum. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just gives you the look. Francis does that constantly. Mm -hmm. It's like, why are you not petting me, you asshole? Mm -hmm. That's why I think these two are like part dog at times. Sure. I'll buy that. Yeah. Rock actually plays fetch, and that just blows my mind. Awesome. One of my cast does that, not all the time. But. Yeah, it's won't always bring it back to you. It's almost like they're fickle. Mm. Just mm. a little weird. <laughs> so bonus damage for range is based on insight. Mm -hmm. Correct. Because that's oh. sort of like the perceptive. You're closer to the edge of the yeah. circle than you probably think you are. Oh, yeah. He, he <laughs> has no grace. You're going to fall right into me. Yep. And freak the fuck out as you're falling. Scratch the shit out of me. Cut your dick off. Well, good news. 
literally just trimmed those claws on. And we've so made great, nice and sharp. <laughs> we've made great strides in prosthetic dick technology. Yep. So, don't worry about that. I also make a real mean dick stew. I'll have you know. Hi, I'm Dick Stew. Yeah. <laughs> you may remember me from such films. Exactly. <laughs> P for Who's president. Disco stew. That's yeah. still one of my favorite fucking. Simpsons. Gonna write disco stud, but I ran out of room. <laughs> hey, disco stew. This jacket would be perfect for you. <laughs> What? Oh, wow. <laughs> the president's neck is missing. <laughs> For some reason, one of the... It's, it's, it's not even a particularly clever joke, but the one from... Uh, uh, I can't remember what episode it's from, but Otto is driving the bus. And yeah. He's I like, think I know what you're talking He's like about. mildly tripping or on something or whatever, mm-hmm. and he says... Uh, well, they call them fingers, but I've never seen them thing. There's a moment of silence. He goes, oh, there they go. <laughs> it's clearly where they got some of the inspiration or some of the ideas for the uh, Omicronians from... Oh, uh, Kang and Kodos. Yeah. Right? yeah. From Omicron Persei 8. Eight, I think. Yeah. Are they from Omicron Persei 8? Oh, wait, no, that's, that's, that's Futurama. Yeah. Futurama. The Futurama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are different people. Yeah. Excuse me. It all species. blurs together. <laughs> they, all, they all look the same to me. So. Um, actually, that's from Futurama. <laughs> um, actually, I live here. Hello. wrist is broken. How are they that flexible? We'll never know. I think I'm good. Um, actually, I suffer from severe hemorrhoids. <laughs> In your arm? Do you know that you you have hemorrhoids all the time? No. Sometimes they're just out there inflamed. You know? mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. Yep. Because there are hemorrhoids all over. Right. They're just like mm-hmm. parts of your body, and then like if they get inflamed or not, that's yeah, when they flare out. But people just refer to them as like, oh, I've got hemorrhoids. Like, well, yes, of course you do. They're, they're showing up. For yeah, them. I got feet. Yeah, it's like you like, oh, you got a case of feet. And I was like, well, I hope, I sure fucking hope so. I'm watching a lot of QI lately, so. That's Bringing up trivia. It's not even trivia necessarily, because that implies that it's like, it's not. Some of it's like, it's just interesting. Cool information. Not just throwaway shit. QI is real fun to follow on Twitter, too. Uh, yeah, just course, for the. Yeah. Hey, here's some random, random shit for your day. Yeah. Okay. I also started uh, watching or rewatching in some cases. Eight out of ten castles count. Sean Walker this week. Yeah, that must have been what it what it was. Yeah, because I, I originally I'd watched some clips of Sean Walker. I think just in my brain, I was like, I need to watch some eight out of ten cats. We watched the fucking <laughs> carrot box thing. Obviously. Oh, carrot box is so good. That was like. John Richardson's like little like obituary to uh, Sean Locke at the end. It was oh just yeah. Like, it was it just ended with like you'll be the forever carrot box, carrot in a box champion. He won, he won both times. Because it's such That's it is. He plays he plays it so well. You genuinely think he has no fucking idea what's going on, and then you're like, oh, he knew what was happening the entire fucking time. Oh, so good. True game theorist. Mm-hmm. Kiefer. That's just a theory. Okay. 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 
<laughs> I stopped watching those about the time when he started really going into the uh, Freddy's yeah the stuff. five nights at Freddy's lore or whatever like who can it just like kept on going I'm like <laughs> okay this is interesting I like food theory but that's how he got founded he's still like it's not so, the content is fine it's just like the presentation sometimes like, yeah just, just fucking just tell very me the YouTube. information don't yeah it's very yeah. you're right it is very YouTube which is a very specific way of mm-hmm. presenting things because he, he specifically makes a good bit of his money actually like telling other people how to use the algorithm yeah. yeah. I know for me it was specifically when they made a Ugandan Knuckles reference. And I was right. like, alright. <laughs> I, I need a break. <laughs> oh, good. That's too much internet. I think I've almost got everything except gear and uh, stress. I do got. Yep, that's a quick calculation. I do have a explosive kit. That's good. How's your... Your coordination's good, too, so you won't blow yourself up. Engineering, also pretty good. Well, I mean, pretty good one, so, but... I I got a break in it. So, stress is will plus resilience. Or brawn. Well, it's brawn or will, whichever's higher. It's will. Plus resilience. Yes, that's your maximum stress. Which, at least I've got a good bit of stress to burn through. I've got 14... Now, one good thing to note is that at the end of each scene, you recover stress. Nice. So it's not like you have to carry it with you through the whole adventure. So it's a full recovery of stress, or a just just like real life, you don't have to carry your stress with you (laughs) ever. You're gonna carry it. Um, Once you let it go and it's out of mind and you get out of the scene, it's gone forever. I believe it's a full refresh because the injuries stay, obviously. Ah, okay. So push yourself, but don't push yourself too hard is what I'm hearing. Yes. There are two flavors, the Ooh. outside and the inside. So Whoa. I brought them Interesting. So you can try them because I got the bag here. Okay. This is like World War II movie and game soundtrack music, but for some reason it just reminds me of Civilization. (laughs) Oh, for for a second that little flare there, I was like, it's got some Jurassic Park vibe. That I mean, yeah, Yeah. the the same sort of wheelhouse. I have to pull you into humankind. Yeah, playing humankind (laughs) with us. Oh, you guys playing humankind? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've actually finished two games. One on normal pace and one on blitz. Yeah, I'll, I'll play Yumikai with you guys. I'm, I'm interested in what they're, yeah, it, what they're doing with the formula. If you like Civ, I would say you were probably going to like Humankind unless you were the type of person who goes, yeah, but it doesn't let me play a game longer than 600 turns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I do like a 600 turn game mm. where I can't do literally anything mm. You want some nuts, don't you? Wants attention, wants to know what's going on, wants to know why they are not getting the food right. He wants the food. You doing some coming over and visiting. Get some names prepped and ready. Uh, just, just give me a, 
American French. We'll go. We'll go male this time. It's been a while. Jean. Jean Paul. Yeah, Ooh, Jean good Paul. old, good old. How does he? Some guy always has a good like riff on Jean Luc Picard. Jean Pickard. Oh yeah, Jean Pickard. Yeah. Jean yeah. Pickard. Jean Luke Pickard. Yeah. <laughs> Remy's a good name. I like Remy. Yeah, yeah, that's a kind of like a, a Louisiana sort of mm. vibe, right? Some, some ratatouille shit. There you go. Quincy? Is French? Yeah. I mean, I suppose so. I don't think about mm-hmm. it too much. Oh, he started. He has smelled the nuts. <laughs> we, need to, we need to revisit... <laughs> The, the wording on that. Okay. Well, uh, actually, Soul loves biting his brother's butt. This is true. Um, yes. Actually, I eat ass. He does eat ass. <laughs> Boys around mealtime. For, yeah, for some food! Even after. Yeah, yeah, even a little bit after. It's just like, I'm still kind of hungry. The food hasn't settled in my stomach yet. Time to be an asshole. Yes, it is a full refresh. Nice. Okay. At the start of a scene, a character removes all the stress they've accumulated, assuming they've had time to rest since the previous scene. Ah, uh, okay. So, if if it's a scene change, but it's a like, hey, you guys are running a mile, get fucked. But yes, correct. Got it. Yeah, it like says a... that here in the text. Oh, nice. Good <laughs> fun, If you're writing really weirdly confrontational, this text. <laughs> I mean, if you're writing an RPG book, I think you've got to sneak get fucked in there. At yeah, some definitely. Point. Yeah. yeah. Get wrecked or GG. GG no read. GG easy. There. F's in chat. I hope that dies. <laughs> I really hope that dies. The ability to press F for <laughs> That'll be the last one. Uh, one <laughs> the last grand first. F. The grand F, yeah. The F to end all F. For the Rocky picture tomorrow. Oh, is it tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow and Monday. Does close quarters mean close range or engaged? I think that's a quality. Yeah, it's a quality. Uh, close quarters. Um, that's probably talking about like within reach. Oh, so. Right? It's something you can use in reach without penalty? Yes, I believe so. Is it a. Quality, so there might be an explanation. Let me let me double check that because it, it's a yeah it's a quality. Close quarters. The weapon is compact and easy to wield in tight confines. The weapon suffers no penalty when used to make a ranged attack while an enemy is within reach. Okay. Yeah. So like a small pistol or something like that, you can pretty reliably fire from the hip on like a rifle. So they can just sort of bat out of the way if they're running. 
see, aside from a couple of bonus damages not being filled in, I'm good to go. I've got my gear picked out, so I'm good to go. Cool. I'm just writing that down. Stuff under attributes. So along with close quarters, right, being within reach of an enemy increases the difficulty of any skill test that isn't a melee or mental attack by two. Mm. So close quarters, for instance, would indicate that. Yeah. What does inaccurate? Inaccurate. I will tell you right now. Inaccurate. You cannot benefit from the aim minor action with this weapon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to pick up a shotgun then. And aim is just a minor action that allows you to reroll one of your d20s if you do it. Okay. Beforehand. Beforehand. Yeah, yeah I've got like one shotgun in here, and I was like, what does. Why would I want the only unaccurate weapon? Winchester, M12. Now, I have camouflage clothing. Is that going to be the same as covert clothing? Because there is no. No, I would no. assume not. It is not. Uh, camouflage, I would imagine, is more your, like, ghillie suit, and covert is your cat suit, I guess. Because there's no there's no equipment yeah. for camouflage, but that may just be flavor. It was listed in my belongings. I guess it may be under the uh, uniforms. I just saw camouflage uniform. Yeah, it says camouflage clothing. Right? Yeah. It's a skill and just kind of a, you know, uh, a style of clothing. Right? Yeah. yeah. But I do have the focus of camouflage, so I can probably make it into a dilly suit. There you go. Okay, can I somehow refinagle a skill to get a little bit of fighting? Did your characteristic give you like a plus one to any? Yeah, there were a couple there, and I might have thrown one into survival that I might swap out to at least be a little bit more shooty. I guess getting ranks of skills up to two is pretty good if you have a focus. And... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the other option is I run around and I literally try to set everybody I meet on fire. <laughs> that sounds good. I mean... I think I played that character before. Yep. <laughs> if, if there are a lot of people, it may very, very quickly become more than you can handle. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a little flow error. So... Plus side, but also massive downside. The flaw for spontaneous combustion is it becomes an area of effect. Oh, nice! Oh, and wow. I don't get to decide who's in the area. Of course. You get to decide who's in the area. So, covert clothing seems to be more like blending into what local clothing would be. Correct. Oh, okay. As opposed to okay. camouflage. So, not cats.
It's the good old how shoot gun. Not there this time. Those are all hard set. Okay, so it's probably background. I mean, I'm not horrible with a gun. I got. Uh, it's not background. Nine. I'm I'm trying to see if I can get to nine instead of just flat eight. Actually, if it's coordination seven. Yeah. Nice. So Very you're better with uh, punching people. By one or or exploding. Mm-hmm. Which, if I could explode people at will, I wouldn't carry a gun. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Partially because you might have your gun catch fire as well. That's, true. that's no good. And then the like the magazine or whatever explodes, the bullets go everywhere, and now everyone's dead. Just cooks off, and there you go. Yeah. Bad news. That reminds me of a friend I had. His house caught on fire, and then the fire people got there. You had to tell him, yeah, we got all the guns out, but uh, there's a five-pound keg of gunpowder and uh, about a thousand pounds of ammunition. Yep, and so the fire response is, we're not going in your house. <laughs> Sorry, your house is fucked. Yep. They're going to move the, the, the trucks back mm -hmm. and just, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> spray yeah. at a distance. Spray, but nobody's going in there. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that guy was from Michigan. Oh yeah. Uh, there, well, there's Midwest. two people I've met from Michigan in terms of personality. They're either a horrifically crippling goth or they're a militant. <laughs> there seems to be no in between. Just one, those two. Only yep. those two in Michigan. Okay. Really all that comes down to is like where you put the war paint, right? Yeah, exactly. Or the colors you've got. Yes. It's just the difference of makeup. Choice of makeup is always lunch. So are we close to being done? Yeah, I believe I am. I am good. Want so some names? Not just yet, because uh, I want to do requisition. Okay. So just in case you want a big, a big ticket item, uh, let's see here. Can we get a flame buffer? <laughs> I want to the verf German equipment. <laughs> to verf the German equipment does not have rating, so I guess that's not available to you. Yeah, it's, like, it's in the heavy weapons. Mm. Yeah, but there's a difference between allied and German equipment. Yep. Correct. You cannot requisition German equipment. Mm. You have to acquire German equipment. Correct. <laughs> They're just trying to be historically accurate. Obviously. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. So, since this is low support for this mission, mm -hmm. here's the number of requisition points you get. Five plus one per player character. So, you have a total of nine. Right? Mm. 
and the maximum restriction rating of an item you can purchase is three. So those nine points allow you to buy anything at restriction three, two, or one up to the number of points. And the restriction is the cost at this point. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? So, so you could buy three, six, nine, right? Three, three bazookas. Got it. <laughs> if, you, if you wanted, if you were so inclined. Or you could buy four, two restriction items and then one, one, right? So that's your budget, right? So if there's anything that you really want out of the gear um, that you couldn't afford before or that you think you're going to need on this uh, mission, then now is the time. But that's shared amongst all of you, right? So mm. think of that as team equipment rather than personal Have a good rifle? I do not have a rifle. I am. My focus is in handguns, I'm though. A pacifist. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I can use I mean, a rifle decently well. Like. I mean, it seems like if you're. Well, I guess. Also, keep in mind that it should probably be something that you can, you know, jump out of a plane with. Mm -hmm. I can. I can use a rifle. It just won't be as good as the pistol. I do have a silencer too. So we'll give everybody a hand grenade. So if you want to give me something long or like a Springfield. Yeah, I don't have a lot of terms of requisition. Does everybody have some form of armor? Yes. Just leather. Okay. Well, other counts, right? That provides you with a little bit. I figured if I'm trying to be stealthy, I don't need something that's uncomfortable or right mm. heavy. Because yeah. I don't know what those keywords do. But now you are uncomfortable isn't that being right? fielded on this mission by Section M, which is the okay. British organization that deals with these sort of like otherworldly Nazi plots. I should definitely get. A rifle that has accurate. If that affects your choice of equipment, like as opposed to a British rifle, as opposed to an American or whatever, I don't care personally. But Majestic is the American organization. Yeah, good old Majestic. So I'll take three of the nine that we have. You gotta use three points. Yeah. I think we have nine. You going to buy a Springfield? Yeah. Because if it has accurate and you aim, it becomes intense. Mm. And so if uh, it's also, if they're unaware, then I add intense again. Mm. So I'm, it's a good kill shot. Yeah. Have a silencer, so five major reliable and accurate. Okay. So six left for.
pick up three more silencers, call it a day. <laughs> They're two apiece. My pistol's already silenced. I couldn't have a flamethrower. <laughs> I mean, if you really want it. I don't really have a lot I'm looking at at this point. Yeah, me neither. Flamethrower's five. No, it's six. <laughs> About motorcycles, get everybody a motorcycle. <laughs> Ride it out of the plane. <laughs> Trench Snake, knife. This is a stealth mission. War is changed. What about Midkit? Does anybody have medicine? I don't. I, oh no, none of us have medicine, do we? You fools. Well, <laughs> absolute fools. What does a first aid kit do? If it's Wait, are any of you robots? No. Okay, then I can't fix you. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> All right, so everyone, change your backstory to be a robot. That's what we forgot. <laughs> we forgot to be robots. Amble belts are, you know, one rating. Sure, I'll pick up one of those. Yeah. Call that good. So now we got three left. So a first aid kit, if you want to know what that does, mm -hmm. right, it falls under the category of skill kits. Right? Um, so you skilled in medicine to use it? Kits make their related tests possible, or if you don't need tools to attempt the skill test, they decrease the difficulty by one. They also come with three resources, like three charges, if you want to think of it that way. Um, you can spend one of those charges for one bonus momentum, which you can only spend on buying D20s. It basically allows you to purchase D20s. It's right. not too bad. Get one? Yeah. You may still use a skill kit even if all the resources have been spent. Because mm. the stuff is still there, you just can't buy extra D20s. D20s. Yeah. You're out of morphine or whatever. Sure, yeah. And those do refresh at the beginning of each new adventure, so you don't have to keep buying them. Okay. Getting yeah, because they just get restocked. Yes, correct. All right, so should I hold on to that, or have you Go already written it, it down? Okay. I mean, I got a lot of <laughs> stuff already. There are how much Because a few things gave, like, a different, a few different things. Like climbing, burglars' tools. A lot of them are minor stuff. Nice. All right, yeah. I think we're good with requisition then. Anybody want to buy some caltrips? Be my guess. No. <laughs> are you gonna make me buy caltrips? First, first aid kit is a restriction one, so that only costs one point. Mm -hmm. So if you bought a Springfield, that's three. Yeah. Plus the first aid kit, that's four. So you have five points left. Because we bought ammo, ammo belts. belts. Oh, at least three? Yeah. yeah. Ammo belts, those are Which also are one. one. So that's another three. So yeah. you've got two points left? Just yeah. do two more first aid kits, call it good. Lots of uses. Yeah. Yeah. But since we don't have medicine, it's probably a good idea that yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're running around throwing a... 
throwing the uh, charges to use. Do we need analytical tools? What? They're for, like, forensics. Mm. No, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> There's the uranium here. I can tell because I'm throwing up right now from radiation. You can tell because of the pixels. <laughs> it's glowing green like my watch. <laughs> and fall out in that. Oh, you're irradiated. Not me, I'm a ghoul. Creations <laughs> like candy. Man. It keeps me alive. Does the radiation affect the death claw? I don't think so. I think they're also on the ghoul side where it's like radiation's not as potent. Yeah, born they're, in the radiation. They're evil, either like heavily resistant or it's beneficial to them. Yeah. I can't remember the lore. Well, Death Claws, that, that's ELH's like helper, so I don't, I've never read mm. the documents, so I don't know what that includes. But that's Asterixis. So I have two contacts, do we have to decide anything for that yet? No, you can come up with that in play if you do. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's unlikely you'll be able to use them because you're kind of on your own in this rural French village unless your contact happens to be like a, a French, French farmer, farmer. <laughs> in which case like I mean I means. got a rural rural stealth focus hmm. that is true there is a rural stealth focus as opposed to urban stealth mm-hmm. which means that you 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 basically look like a stalk of corn. Mm, yep. Hello, mm-hmm. corn in France? Probably more like a hedgerow? Yeah, now you've got me thinking, what, what do the French actually produce for food? Like, Inmans. grapes for wine, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, what do you eat? Do they do wheat? Cheese. Yeah, they do wheat. Cheese, yeah. cheese true. Lots of cheese. Yeah. I think Poland makes a lot of the wheat in Poland and Ukraine. Mm. Hmm. Chocolates, we do, we do desserts. That is true, as we learned from the film Chocolat. <laughs> oh, that was Canadian. <laughs> I'm glad it cleared that up. Yeah. French Canada. You didn't France, realize that wasn't a, ca- a Canadian film <laughs> when everyone wasn't going like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is erratic, but sorry. Are the French Canadian? Are the French Canadians still as players? No, I don't think mm-hmm. so. I think it balances out. Yeah, the, r- the rudeness of the French counteracts the politeness of the Canadians. Yeah. So they just neutral? They're just well, I think no. they're, just they're not Swiss. Edgy. Yeah, so the French Canadians say nice things, but they say it in kind of a dickish way. Mm-hmm. So you're like, thank. Can you give me a hand? Now names? Yes, now if you have names, I would like the names. Yes. I would like your name. I would like your nationality. Um, it's against my freedoms, bro. I got rights. For a couple of decades out. You guy asked me that. No, no, actually, you're required to ask other people their nationalities. Mm-hmm. Are they citizens? Put it on the 
on the census. We're a couple of years. We're at least ten years away from that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so give me your name. Give me your nationality. Give me your um, background. Uh, not background, but archetype. sort of like your archetype. You have the thing that you do, right? But what your role is on the team, um, and then pronouns, obviously. That just jogged my memory of the failure in uh, Disco Elysium, where you're looking at the gardener lady. And it's like visual calculus. Figure out something about it. failure. The only answer they give you is you're black, and it's just like <laughs> I don't want to click it. I don't, don't want to say that. Click yeah, it. I have to say that. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> but you have to say it like it's a revelation. Yeah. You're black. Like, what? What? <laughs> Okay, uh, Sam, what is your character's name? Remy Kiefer. Kiefer like Sutherland? Yes. Okay. Remy Kiefer. Okay. He, him? What's your nationality? Uh, the U.S. of A., so American. American. Cool. With a French father, I went with. What's your uh, archetype? Occultist. Right, occultist. You said he, him? Mm-hmm. I guess you want to know some personal truths, man. Lance. Claude. Fidel. Claude? And what was that last one? Fidel? Is it with an F? Oh, Vidal. V-I-D-A-L. Claude Vidal. Okay. Yeah, and you're French? Yep. Right? First I heard Vlad. I was like, Vlad Vidal. Vlad. Damn. Yes. The dragon returns. Frank just don't. <laughs> What's your uh, uh, architect? Uh, infiltrator. Infiltrator. Resistance member. And pronouns? He, him. Yeah, cool. Okay, look. Uh, my, na- my name is Marlene Lamar. Uh, you're spelling that like Marlena Dietrich, right? Like <coughs> yeah. M A R L E N E. Yeah. And then Lamar, like Heidi Lamar. Oh, uh, right, of course. L A M A R. Or Phil Lamar. Phil. Oh, there you go. L A M A R R. Yes. Ooh, double R. Hmm. Or Hedley. Or Hedley Lamar. Okay. And you're French as well. German. German. That's right. Yes, German expat. And your architect? Occultist. Occultist, yes, of course. And she, her, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Right, Kyle. Marcel Blanc. Marcel Blanc. Also French. French grease monkey. French. I don't think you can call them. It sounds, sounds <laughs> Oh, I, I see, okay. Yeah, sounds right. like a slur. <laughs> He's a real apple picker. What, what does that I mean? <laughs> I feel vaguely uncomfortable. <laughs> Never before have I been so offended by something I'm 100% afraid of. Blanc, French, Grease Monkey, he him? Yeah. Cool. Got it. All right. There we go. Okay. 
All right, tighten your sphincters. Here we go. <laughs> Way ahead of you. <laughs> Hold on, you That's my secret, Captain. <laughs> Always tight ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 